2: You piece of fucking shit. Like hearing about this and seeing the stuff that Gabby is going through. I don't know her personally, but that shit is heartbreaking to watch this human being who, was, you know, worked really hard to get where she's at, to have it all taken away because her mental state isn't the way that it is. Or maybe it was always like this, but we don't really know their personal lives. What kind of fucking psychopath looks at this as an opportune moment to fucking tear another human being down? In five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We're once again in that new studio with Studio 71, baby. Let's go. What's up? Robin Couch, say hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
2: So I was just talking about this with Robin, um, and our our buddy Tom actually just messaged me this. He goes, have you heard of this thing with uh, Gabby Hanna? I saw a little bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have never met Gabby Hanna, but that girl hates me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That girl fucking hates me. Um, I don't hate her. Mm. Uh, The reason why, so years ago, just to give you guys a little backstory, and I've I've talked about this on the podcast way back in the day, but for new listeners, you'll hear the story again just to give you context. So, I did this video with Justin, and this is during the time that Justin and I were doing these fake videos of us fighting together. Right. It was just a really fun social experiment because I was making fun of how people fake vlogs for views. Right. And so Justin and I would get on these fights and I forgot to tell people that it was fake. <laughs> <laughs> Very important detail. Yeah. And so I, I only knew recently because there was like a few comments coming up being like, you're so ungrateful for this person who's an amazing director. He was just trying to guide you. And I was like, oh, shit. It's fake guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys were like practicing your acting for
1: Gook. gook. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, you guys uh, fight a lot in ex- the film. Exactly. I
2: was like, oh, this was for the film, guys. I'm sorry. I, f- I forgot to let no, you know. Because
1: I, I remember, like, um, back at the studio um, downtown that JK had, you were sharing an office there. And I came in and I heard you and Justin screaming at each other. Yeah. But then over time, I was like,
2: wait, it's the same words. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys were practicing lines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how good the acting yeah. was, baby. And so it, it really stemmed from that. And, um, well, in this thing, too, there was just tough. I recorded this conversation that we had, and we were talking about Gabby Hanna because she was stealing stand-up comedy bits from Bill Burr and, you know, and she was— Oh, and using it as her vlog, as, as it was her own content. Yeah. And listen, I understand that as content creators— Like, for example, I've done, like, Dave Chappelle jokes and Kevin Hart jokes, but it was in the know of everybody knowing I'm doing a Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart joke. I'm not saying it's mine, right? Everybody knows it because if I go, oh, my God, I'm not doing an oh, my God. They're like, oh, he's doing a Kevin Hart thing, and that's why it's funny. Right, right. She was just saying, like, this is my material. (laughs) This is a problem, right? And I was like. And at this time too and even now, I got fed up with like content – like young content creators stealing shit from people and it still happens now. And now it's becoming more and more acceptable and that's what we were talking about. Mm. So we had a mutual friend that contacted me and he goes, hey. Um, so Gabby hit me up and she's pissed. She's like, you know, who's this fucking fat fuck that's just you know, talking shit, all this other stuff. Like, like He's like, tell him to take that video down if he's your friend. And he, he goes, he goes, I'm, I'm just telling you this but – don't take the video down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just doing my part to let you know, but I know you're not going to do it. Yeah. I was like, of course not. And I was like, also too, just let her know, number one, you did it. Own up to it. Yeah, That's all that it is. I'm not telling you that you're untalented because by the way, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. If you look at her earlier advice, they were fucking funny. Yeah. And she really did set a style of like, a lot of people bit her style because of how funny and unique it was. Mm-hmm. And I thought that she was really good. You know, people can argue with, oh, she's untalented. Well, I don't think so. I even saw this video of her uh, where is, is going to go into the subject of what happened with her where um, she was like in a bathtub where she was singing a song that she wrote and it was just her doing an cappella. And it looked kind of crazy, but I was like, hey, this song's kind of fire. <laughs> she's fucking talented. It's, it's just, we understand, like, it's hard to do every day online. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah she's, she's pretty fucking talented. Yeah. I don't, I, I really don't care what other people, I don't know about her personally, right? I only spoke about stuff that was uh, put out publicly. Problematic. Problematic. Yeah. But in terms of her talent as a musician, I think she's pretty fucking dope, right? Yeah. Uh, as a content creator, I thought she was really funny and very, very creative. But in the recent years... Um, she started showing signs that she was a little, you know, she needed help. Yeah. Um,
1: um, you're talking, uh,
2: mentally. Yes. Okay. Mentally. Yeah. Not yeah. like with her
1: math homework. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she needed a tutor. and That's why she was bad And yeah. She was like, you're Korean. You didn't help me out at all. Yeah. <laughs> but she, um, yeah, mentally she was def. There was definitely things that, sh- that was happening to her that was fucking insane. And, um, I don't know her personally. Don't, and nobody wants to be reached out to by, by somebody that they don't fucking know. Yeah. How, how fucking annoying is that, right? I yeah. uh, haven't heard about her in a long time. And I've just been seeing stuff and hearing stuff here and there. But once again, I don't talk about shit about people like that, especially if they don't have a, a personal connection to me or I don't really know them. right? Yeah. And if I didn't say it to their face, I'm not going to say it behind their back. Yeah. I start seeing this stuff. Uh, recently, so our buddy Tom tells you, have you seen this thing with Gabby Hanna where she was having like a manic episode where she, you believe she was like the Messiah. She was like a God, whatever, whatnot. On TikTok, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: She posted like a hundred videos in like four hours or some shit. Yeah.
2: How fucking frightening. Right. Yeah. And when I see that shit, it bothers me. And we've seen this with other content creators who have lost their mind and they're still, you know, they think that they're better, but you could see it in their eyes that they're not. Mm. People like Yousef, you know, mm. too He had his manic episode as well, losing his fucking mind. Yeah. And now I see it with Gabby and I see it with all these content creators who rose to stardom and fame really, really fast. Yeah. And their mental stuff isn't really checked along the way. They they don't have a lot of good people around them to help them out. Or maybe that because of their behaviors, people left.
1: Well, like when you're growing and stuff, people will say, yo, you're the shit, you're the best, you're awesome. And then um, those com- comments don't come anymore. Then maybe somewhere in your head you might think, "Oh, I'm the opposite. I'm the- I'm shitty. I'm you know bad. I'm this
2: and that. I'm not good anymore." Yeah, right? yeah. And so there was this other guy who's like a TikTok creator or some bullshit, and he's just like streaming all this stuff or whatever. And we just talked about that kid who had that um, that Reddit AMA, which is going to come after this video, anyways. But you'll you'll, you'll listen to that podcast. But this motherfucker found out where she lived, right? And in guise of pretending like, oh, I'm doing this to help her because I want to help her out. He doesn't know her. Finds out where she lives, asks if he could use her bathroom and she starts going on a, you know, a rant what about the like, you know the, the, you know, the crazy psychotic state that she's in uh, to him. But he's recording her home. Oh all this God. other shit saying that he's trying to help her out. But really he's just doing it for views so he could gain clout. Oh my God. This person is literally the trashiest fucking human being ever. You're the shit stain on my shoes. I kid you fucking not. And I'm saying this like – I'm not – okay, not to get into any legal trouble. I feel if I ever see him, I'm going to smash his fucking teeth in. Yeah. Once again, I know Gabby Hanna hates me. I don't know her like that. But the fact that you could exploit another human being's like mental breakdown for your own fucking come up is insane and you're trash if you follow a motherfucker for that reason you piece of fucking shit like uh, w- hearing about this and seeing the stuff that Gabby's going through i don't know her personally but that shit is heartbreaking to yeah. watch this human being who was who, you know worked really hard to get where she's at to have it all taken away because her mental state isn't the way that it is or maybe it was always like this but we don't really know their personal lives yeah. what kind of fucking psychopath looks at this as an opportune moment to fucking tear another human being down for their own gain. It's just exploitation. It's, it's probably the,
1: the most fucked up part about social media is like they see something like a TMZ and they think they can be the paparazzi of social media.
2: Like literally, nope. Nope. This is nope. This is nope, yeah. It's so real, it's frightening to me. Like it was that same experience that we had with Black Mirror. Mm -hmm. We, you know, these were, this is like stuff that it's kind of exaggerated. It's very hyperbolic, but it's not anymore. It's Mm -hmm. real shit. This is actually happening and everybody's just fucking okay with it because the excuse behind it is, you know, Oh, why are you trying to fucking kill my vibe? It's like, (laughs) yo, what the fuck is happening with this world? Whose real
1: vibe are you killing though? Yeah. In in order for you to get your vibe. Who, Who, what are you taking away from? You know,
2: watching this shit was insane, man. And, Having been around other content creators who have gone through these like weird crazy psychosis stuff, it's Being an entertainer isn't natural.
1: Yeah,
2: having everybody have their eyes on you isn't natural Having to always worry about oh if I say this what will happen? Well, you know this this whole entertainment industry is so fucking sickening and gross It is one of the biggest reasons why I don't like being a part of this and I just had a conversation with A a buddy this morning because he was texting me about stuff because I tweeted this shit the other day Where I was like, it would be a person saying, oh, I can't believe this fucking actor. They're trash. They're the worst person I've ever met. I know all these stories and they're telling me this stuff about them. Mm. And they book something and the next day they go, proud of you, sis. You're killing it. Dude, your acting was amazing. What in the fuck is going on? You're you're part of the fucking problem. You're feeding into this psychosis. And the other day, these people who I know, they're acquaintances, but I don't really know like that. But, you know, we DM each other now and then. I'm calling them out, on them, DMing them. I'm like, the fuck is this? Literally last week you told me that this person's trash. And they're like, nah, like, but, you know, I think they're still cool. No, fuck you, bro. I was like, you know, the next time I see you, I'm going to fucking give you shit. And they're just laughing about it. But you know I will give you shit. Like, especially if you're in my vicinity, this is how we are. Yeah. This is how I am. I've always been like this. Yeah. But that type of behavior is fucking stupid. If you dislike somebody, you don't like what they are, you better stick to those guns because you're openly trashing this person behind their back. Yeah. Right? But then all of a sudden when you see this opportunity to ride their coattails because they book something big and then you're like, this person's fucking amazing. You are fucking trash. You're worse than that person. Yeah. You're yeah. way worse than that person. And this is just another version of that shit. Yeah. It's fucking weird, man. I mean, yeah, the we, we were talking about, you know,
1: that, that will come out later earlier about the, um, the idea of trauma porn. And, you know, that was – in a way, like uh, what, I, what I loved about the movie Nope was that it was turning trauma porn into a horror film mm. about our behaviors towards it. When we see something that is so fucking terrible, we need to film it, you know. Now, in a sense, I'm guilty of that, too, because I have shit ton of videos of my store that I filmed because I, we had security cameras and stuff. And for me to cope with it was to turn that into, I guess, in a sense, entertainment. Um, and then after watching Nope, I was like, huh? Oh shit. You know, was that the best way to deal with it? Yeah. You know, was that the best way to respect what was going
2: on around me? You I know? had these moments too. I remember, uh, specifically when we were living in K town and you know, every now and then you see some crazy shit and I was like, Oh, this is some crazy shit. Maybe I should record this cause I would never record anything. Yeah. Cause I'm so enraptured in the moment. Cause I think for me, Instead of recording it, I want to remember this moment so I could tell it in stand-up jokes mm-hmm. or whatever. But there was this old dude that was smoking crack, <laughs> and he got up, stood up on a, a bus bench, squatted, and he started shitting on the bench. Yeah, and I yeah. recorded <laughs> it, and I was like, oh, this might be funny. And then I looked back, and I was like, this is actually not funny at all. This is disgusting. This is disgusting, yeah. and I feel—this guy's insane. Like, yeah. I feel bad. And I looked at myself. I was kind of, like, disgusted at myself. I'm like, why did you think that it was appropriate for you to record this? Yeah. Or— in, in, in a sense, like think that you were going to post this. And I had those moments. And I feel like people don't have that that, that thing yeah. in their head anymore. Because it's like, oh, shit, this is going to get
1: views. This is going to get likes. This is going to get comments. Whether it's holy shit or oh, ew, disgusting or whatever. It's the engagement that we're looking for. And um, a lot of us have to come to the realization of what social media is doing to us. The most exciting. hilarious
2: take that I saw, and it was like something that was circulating around, was um, – what's his face? Um the Paul brother, fucking Logan. Logan. So, why am I, I should know his fucking <laughs> name. i talked about him so many times. But Logan Paul was saying that how Nope was a bad movie. Like, he, he thought it was dumb. And he doesn't get it. It's like, of course you don't get it. It's about you. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, was he, Is he the guy that went to the Japanese forest? Yeah. Yeah. It's dude. like, oh it's my God. literally about you, yeah. which is so funny. It's, it's crazy ironic yeah. that he doesn't understand what the point of the film is. It's about exploitive behaviors. Yeah. That's, well, maybe not him now so much. But that was you. And it's kind of insane. Like, oh, it just goes back to the thing. Oh, you are really detached mm-hmm. from this world. And I don't even think when I was looking back at it, I was like, oh, maybe it might be a publicity thing for the podcast. It wasn't. I, I could look at it. So he's being very sincere. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. He actually... Thought it was a really bad movie yeah. because I think it probably speaks to a car- quality about himself that he hates he about himself. He doesn't
1: like, yeah, yeah.
2: So he's like, "Oh, this is dumb." It's like, "No, this is this is or was you." It's your own personal black mirror, motherfucker. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, did you? I saw a clip of him too on um, some other podcast. I forget which one it is, but um, he was talking about how uh, before that whole uh, Japanese forest thing, um, he was good friends with The Rock they were on like a dm basis they were making content together mm. you know and then he said when all that shit in japan happened the rock asked me to take all our videos down that we had together or his he didn't his publicist did yeah and then he had no contact with him and then recently uh he just did uh i don't know if it was
2: wrestlemania or, or yeah, 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 CIA. yeah yeah and like i saw some of the clips like damn he's a Dude. He's a wrestler. <laughs> hey, listen. I always give respect where respect is due. Whether I actually, I don't even dislike Logan. I don't know him like that. Uh,
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's an everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality.
2: my lovely genius brain farts this podcast is brought to you by fume ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing everest and flip-flops yeah we've been there too but here's a breath of fresh air fume it's not about giving up it's about switching up baby Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. What is Fume you ask? Fume is an innovative, award winning flavored air device that does just that. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy that makes replacing your bad habit easy. I keep one in my car just because I'm a fidgety guy. And guess what i'd be puffing on that delicious herbal tea vapor my friends nothing bad for you in there and definitely definitely fun to use my friends start the year off right with the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash genius and getting the journey pack today fume is giving listeners of the show 10 percent off when they use my code genius to help make starting the good habit that much easier start the good habit at tryfume.com slash genius to save 10 percent off the journey pack today that shit was fucking dope, Logan. Yeah, when you jumped off the top rope to the table. I don't care what nobody said. I'm a motherfucker talented as shit. Yeah. This fucking dweeb. This fool is talented as fuck.
1: And he said that he got a DM from The Rock again. He's like, hey, I just want to say da-da-da. He said he didn't read it. He just left it on read, didn't respond. And his, his reasoning was, if you weren't there for me at my lowest, then I don't want to celebrate you with you at my highest. It's like, Bro, you filmed a fucking dead body. Nobody should have talked to you. You can't fucking see that. You really think The Rock should be like, hey, man, I'm here by your side. You did something despicable. Disgusting.
2: Disgusting. And you can only think about yourself, you know? <laughs> Highest level of narcissism. Also, too, he's not your friend. Yeah. <laughs> He, and my, your friend, my friend. He's <laughs> you, not your friend. Yeah, He's, he's not your friend. He's a not to your friend, okay? You are not a body-body. It was a business move, right? Yeah. You have a big following. He has a big following. He was trying to grow his social media presence. You guys were huh, using each other. That's how this Hollywood bullshit works. You, eh, no friend. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that he thought, oh, my God, this is my best friend. Yeah, fucking dweeb. No, No. you guys weren't friends. Yes, you were on DM. There are plenty of people who are in this space. We're on DM bases. We're not friends. We get along. Yeah. We're kind of cool. But let me tell you something. The moment I talk shit about Shang-Chi, they disappeared real fast. Yeah. (laughs) I get it.
1: Everyone's about to say, hey, I know Davis O. Hey, I know The Rock because of their DM bases. But then, like, dude, in reality, are they really there for you? Are they really your friends? You know, I, I talked about that one YouTuber um she wanted to meet all these other youtubers at a party uh specifically she wanted to meet khalif yeah you know because she wanted him to act in one of her stuff and oh yeah okay we'll (laughs) say yeah and as soon as she fucking met khalif and did a video together unfriended me and all that shit like was i a little butthurt sure but was she we really ever there for each other no i always kind of saw it as like Oh, she just really wanted me to start making videos like the way I was doing for you. But yeah. we were roommates. We were homies. When we first met in Seattle, you flew up to Seattle. We did the Kim Jong Let's get We fucking connected like that. Yeah. I, and we're also friends. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're friends. We're really
2: good friends. Yeah.
1: But then I, I felt like she just wanted me to like make her videos for her like I did yours. But it was just like, no, we're not even like co-writing. We're not even in a collaborative state at all. Yeah. You know, and I could walk past that. It didn't wreck me, you know, like that. But it it showed me true colors of of this fucking business, Mm -hmm. you know. Like, yeah, there's a at that time, there was a lot of, like, gorgeous women who were sweet-talking me. But I'm realizing, oh, they wanted me to help them make content. Of course.
2: And that's just how it works. And I'm pretty sure. You fall into that trap. Yeah. Like, I don't know this girl fucking personally, right? But I'm pretty sure she's in a position now where she's probably people have done the same to her. Mm. And now she's. Might, might be even regretting it now. But people need all these type of life experiences. Like I said, I make no judgment on her. I don't really fucking know her. That's still fucked up. But I I kid you fucking not, these same people who who have done this type of behavior to other people, they're telling other people that they hate people who do this. It's right. like, but it's you. Man, like I value myself so
1: much more than me being a content creator. I think oh. I can be a great friend to you too, but
2: you don't want that. Yeah. You just want what I can do for you, yeah. you know. It's the it's like the version of of of, like, the the Instagram girl with big tits. Like, they just want to <laughs> fuck them and leave them, right? Right, right. And at the time, too, I feel like for a lot of video people, they would see a video person, like, oh, man, like, I want them to make videos. Like, do you know who I am? Hey, motherfucker, do you know who I am? Yeah. I do this for a living. Yeah. Like, I could do this for a company and get paid well. I don't have to do this for you. Right. Like, this is a job for me as well. <laughs> I don't think people realize, too,
1: because I was working for a pretty big uh, social media company, uh, content creation company at that time. They were paying me very well. Yeah. You know, I told you about that guy, too. Like, I did a video with uh, Joseph Vincent and a few of his other friends. And because he liked it so much, he sent me an email. He's like, dude, you, great job on the video. Because I did this for JV. Mm-hmm. But he was like, "I want you to do my next video, and I'm willing to pay you fifty like, dollars." Are you fucking crazy? I was making that in an hour at that point.
2: You know, shut the fuck up, Jason Chen. Why do you do this? <laughs> no, not Jason I'm Chen. Kidding. Was, okay, yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah, wasn't. am It wasn't him. Kidding.
1: I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so, th- so that's the thing. Like, people have this fucked up idea of like what this space is, and holy shit, do people love exploiting one another?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's just a really bad side. I mean, listen. We, we love film, you know. I, I still love entertainment because of a lot of the stuff that you get out of this, right? Um, you get people like Jordan Peele. Yeah. You know, who's an amazing creator. Like every – I don't understand him. Like how the fuck do yeah. you do Key and Peele? And do some of the best movies i've ever seen in my life like horror films horror horror films. you did comedy and now you're doing horror like Like the most horrific like too real like it's a little too real yeah (laughs) this his his type of horror films kind of stick with you for the rest of your life yeah and it's just like the that's what i also like about the art i i know like for for i have a lot of gripes about the space because i think i'm griping about it from a person who is a part of entertainment but not really right because I, I don't care for it as much. You're independent. Yeah, I'm very independent. So yeah. when people try to tell me, oh, you shouldn't say this or do this because it's going to fuck up your opportunities. I'm like, what opportunities? <laughs> like, what? Opp- I don't care about these opportunities. If it comes to my lap or it comes because I've done great things and they're like, hey, I want you to be a part of this project. Fuck yeah. I'm going to be the hardest worker on set and I'm going to show you wh- what my value and worth is. But if you're dangling this carrot in front of my face, you won't do this if you don't say this. I will whip out my dick and you can fucking suck it. (laughs) Like, I could give a fuck less. Yeah. I have a very, very, this is what people don't. You're, maybe, you're protecting your dignity. Yeah. I don't have a lot of time on this earth. Like all of us don't. We have a very finite time on this earth. No matter how great you do things, unless you're somebody who's like Kobe Bryant, who has created such an amazing legacy, rest in peace, my man. Yeah. I'll be forgotten the next day. I can only care about the things that I do on this earth that I care about that I have to fucking live with. Yeah. Right. And they're like, well, you could be a millionaire. I don't give a fuck. I can't take any of that shit with me. I'm going to die. And in fact, I might even die a month from now, two months from now, three months, a year. I don't fucking know. I just have to be able to live with my choices.
1: And that's the weird thing about uh, LA and the creative space, right? Because you guys are in the same space, they think you guys wear the same shoes. Yeah. That you're thinking the same way they do. It's like, dude, are you serious? You're going to lose, you know, sponsorship, blah, 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 blah. It's like, but you're not chasing that pie.
2: Yeah. It's like, that. you can do that and that's perfectly fine. But once again, I have seen so many times over and over, what it has done to people, and it goes back to Gabby Hanna. Mm. It goes back to to Youssef. Um, you know what the funny fucking thing is too? It's like I got I got messaged the other day because um, I told the story about like you have to realize too, and I've said this a million times. If you hear this crazy story that I'm telling you about, and I give you names, these aren't the names of the people, unless it's Jason Chen. <laughs> <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> right, like I, I, I'll say a name like, oh, this guy Peter, and like I can't believe you outed that person who's supposed to be your friend. I you didn't say a last name. I was, like, I didn't say a last name. It's also his name's not Peter. Also, this person's not my friend. Yeah, like <laughs> there's no way I'm gonna give you information, especially that's like, that damning about people who aren't in the entertainment space. I'll even tell something. I was like, oh, this person I know is entertainment. They, they're probably not even in entertainment. Mm. the The story and the heart and the things that happen are true all the details are different because I care about these people's personal lives because so I told this story about somebody who had like a psychosis thing and they're like oh my god I can't believe you just outed Kev Jumba <laughs> Kev Jumba's not my friend <laughs> I don't know him you fucking idiots and they're like oh but uh, but you told this story about this other guy and it's like who says it's a guy yeah. could have been a girl Yeah, you don't fucking know I'm not that dumb you fucking idiots because this person who DM'd me recently was and every time I filter through is because I guess Kev Jumba had a resurgence. He came back. Yeah. As a Dragon Ball Z character. He's blonde
1: yeah. and shit. He's got the Derek Brunson look. He's like shaved
2: but blonde. Why is everybody dying in her blonde now? Shit. I don't know. 90s are coming back. Yeah. And I, I get like Kev's doing like music and shit now. Yeah. He's doing rap. It's fucking terrible, by the way. <laughs> but my opinion. My opinion. Yeah. You, you, you may like it. <laughs> Pause. But Respect. I just didn't – I do not like it at all. Only because in his case, and once again, this is just my opinion about it, he sounds like he's trying to do something that's not inherently him. And right. it's something that he probably likes and he enjoys, but he doesn't have a knack or a talent for it. He's not a part of that culture. Right. Like there's somebody who, for example, like uh, – what's that Indonesian kid? Rich Brian. Yeah, Rich Brian, right? You could tell this kid loves hip-hop. Like, he, the cadence and everything that he says and all the stuff that he's doing about his music is he inherently loves that culture a lot. Mm -hmm. You could tell Kev might like hip-hop or whatever or he might like the culture or whatever, whatnot. But now, like, the way that he dresses, the shaved head, the blonde shit, the music that he's doing, it's like, damn. It's like you're trying to fit a square into a circle. Like, you got to find your niche. But th- there
1: was a weird thing back in the early 2010s, though, of YouTube, where all these Chinese kids were doing seawalking
2: on YouTube. And because it's Ke- for Chinese walking.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's and, what it is. It's Chinese and, walking. And that was Kev, right? Oh, yeah. That was Kev. He, he was doing seawalk videos. <laughs> I bet you a bunch of crypts were like, these, these motherfuckers, dude. Chinese <laughs> kids. <laughs> sh- this is some real shit. Uh, you know, but like I said, that's just my opinion about it. Like, I don't. I don't know him personally. I uh, did a video with him a, a while back, but kind of, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people can sense this too. Like you see somebody and I support him trying new shit. I support everybody trying things, failing and doing new things that you really enjoy. I'm not talking about the enjoyment. I'm talking about my opinion about his music because now it's, he's in an artist space. Yeah. So when you put art for the public to see, the art the public gets to judge. I'm also a part of that public. Yeah. So I saw it. I'm like, I tried to listen to his music and listen, I gave it a, a good go because to me, in terms of a content creator, he was actually one of my favorites um, because he was just creative. Yeah. He had his own style, his own flair. And that's what I really liked about him. Kev was always Kev. And when Kev got into acting, he was actually one of the better Asian-American actors out there. Yeah. So when you talk about how I feel about uh, Kevin Wu, I respect this motherfucker a lot. Yeah. But your music sucks. <laughs> good <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like the, the topics that you're talking about, even when he curses, it's not the fact that the clean cut person is cursing that makes me feel weird. It sounds like he doesn't even feel comfortable cursing. Right. So it's like, bro, you did such a good thing of paving your own way and having your own identity in the comedy YouTube space, the vlogging space that was so uniquely you that made you special. Find that in music now too. Right. Find what makes you special. It's, about
1: music. It's like, uh, MC Hammer doing gangster rap. Yeah. But, you know, over time, people just forgot about the the gangster rap part. Yeah. And they still remember him for, you know, can't touch this. You mm-hmm.
2: know? And I feel like that's my how I feel about some yeah, of Yeah, he still music. has his legacy. Oh, yeah, know? dude. Kevin, Kev, Kevin is also, also reminds me a lot of, um, someone who I really fuck with. But I didn't like his videos at the time. Diga Higa. Right, right, right. Ryan Higa is my f- top three or four or five t- content creators of all time. This dude, though I didn't find his videos funny um, because we just have different senses of humor, I always liked this shit.
1: Yeah. I was like,
2: damn, this, shit's fu- this motherfucker's creative. It's got like 20
1: it's- million views every week. Yeah, and I would see his
2: stuff, I'm like, his shit's next level, dude. And he would level up his production level constantly yeah. over time. Yeah and he was so manic about creating new content and doing stuff differently in his own style people started biting his shit right you know what i mean That's like people bit my fucking rants and shit i, I know i know what's up yeah you know who your daddy is motherfucker fool. Who's, da- who's your daddy dude apaduguya motherfucker but um yeah when i saw when i saw ryan he and i got so sad when he stopped creating videos mm. i was like i don't really watch this shit but him making videos and doing it and the way that he did was inspiring to me. And now mm-hmm. he just twi- does Twitch and I'm like, fuck. Like right. we lost another one. And then I see Kev coming over here, you know, trying to dress like the 88 rising kids. Right, right, right. You know, shaving a head and doing blonde. I listen to his music. I'm like, dog, this music's bad. Like it's not good. The beat's fucking dope because you have dope producers, but you are not very good at this. You got to sit with this and be a part of the culture and then maybe figure out what your lane is. Right. I only say this because I've been, do- been doing music for a long time, even I haven't figured that shit out. So when I heard his music, I was like, Jesus Christ, this sucks.
1: <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people felt the same way once you went from uh, vlogging
2: to podcasting.
1: Oh, to, yeah, for right? sure.
2: And I had to figure out my niche and figure out my way. Yeah. When I first started podcasting, too, I, I listened to those episodes. I don't like any of them. And even now when I listen to my podcast, I'm like, oh, you could have said that differently. You could have explained this a little more. You could have uh, slowed down the way that you, you, slowed, you you're talking a little too fast, which is how I normally speak. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm making these adjustments and I'm finding my way. And when I first started doing podcasting, um, I was so focused on trying to be like other podcasters, right? Right? Oh, Bobby Lee does it this way. Joe Rogan does it this way. Um, if I don't do this then I won't garner this type of audience, well, fuck those, that audience, yeah, find yeah. your audience, talk about the things that you want to talk about. Because when you try to force yourself into this narrative that you don't really believe people can sense that type of shit. Yeah. I mean, people
1: ask me like, dude, how do you sit there and just talk for hours? And I'm like, David and I, without the camera rolling, talked for four hours, hours, dude. Like We just talk and talk and talk. We're just natural gift of gab. We just fucking talk.
2: Yeah, and I think it's because we also have like this weird personality where we kind of overthink things. And it's good to talk about it with somebody. (laughs) Do you understand what I'm going through? Yeah, Yeah, it's good to have somebody that feels you. Yeah, then you bounce off of somebody else. Like finding your own identity in this space is so difficult, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And to go back to somebody like Gabby, Hannah, and Yousef, you know, I, I saw these young people who got caught up in trying to please everybody. Yeah. If I do not if I do this video, if I title it this way, people won't watch my stuff. They've never really got—none of these creators created for themselves. Oh, dude, you know, being the—I con- the, was always the
1: guy behind the scenes that was helping make content for other, um, you know, YouTubers and such. And to hear them speak about how obsessive they were, like, dude, I got like 10,000 less views than the last week. I'm like, bro— Yeah, you still got hundreds of thousands, but then they really feel for that. Yeah. You know, they were really watching. So then they mm -hmm. were driven by the numbers must
2: go up. The numbers have to go up. They need more. They need more. You could even ask Ed. I've never, ever, ever said that. I always go, dude, this video was so fun. Yeah. This video was dope. Posting ghost. And uh, Yeah. And then there were times like, oh, like we'd see it, like we had so much fun filming this. It didn't get as much views, but then we still remember how much fun it was doing. And I still love that video the most. There were mm-hmm. some fucking – sometimes I would watch my sketches and I'm like, how did I write this? This is really good. <laughs> no, I'll <I> look back <laughs> like, how did I edit this? Yeah. How did I film this? Like, oh, shit. Man. Dude, we did this really funny sketch with uh, – here's another person I want to give a shout-out to is uh, Cassie Ho. Cassie mm. Ho is a boss bitch, dude. Like, the Verizon 4G yeah. uh, And You have to realize, too, you know some of those jokes were Ed's jokes. <laughs> like, those were Ed's jokes. Like, a lot of people uh, – We talked about this story, too, and that this story came into this— It was the Todori joke. Right. That's that's Ed's joke. Like, there's some funny shit that we collabed on that we thought about on the spot. Yeah, and and we found that out because—
1: I mean, you you took your time out of the way to fly up to Seattle to film this skit, and then we connected just like yeah. that, and we're like, oh, shit, we're the same fucking ilk, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like we understood each other. Even when I texted you, hey, man, I got to edit this this way, bring this scene up here because story-wise, and then you're like, I trust you, you yeah, know? and that's all I need to hear. Do you know how many people I fucking beef with because I wrote it this way, it has to be this way, and it doesn't fucking work, and it could be fixed in the edit, but they're so fucking caught up with... I wrote this, this is my project kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Like I'm trying to help you make it better. Then it just tells me you don't trust me. Yeah. You know, then we're not going to do well in the future together. And we don't, we end up not working together. Yeah, you know, like, But then they constantly see us work together and they might be wondering, why couldn't
2: he do that for me? Because maybe we're not
1: cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're just not friends. Or maybe
2: you just didn't allow for somebody to critique your stuff and allow the changes that needed to be there. Yeah. I'm not on the video creative side. Like I don't have that. Like I, I'm a jokes guy. And sometimes when I write these scripts I'm, I'm so focused on the jokes, I don't think about structure. Mm-hmm. And so when the structure is fucked up and somebody who does structure tells me like, hey, this might not work, why not just try it? Let's just see. Yeah, Let's just see. And it might be better. And most of the time it was. Yeah. <laughs> if it comes out better and you could
1: see, you just have to like get over it. It's, it's hard for me to imagine that's how strong an ego is. Yeah. It's just an edit. It's not like, cutting it and putting it on the floor it's like moving it around that mm-hmm. kind of stuff sometimes yeah it hurts to put shit on the cutting room floor but sometimes it uh, it only makes the video better like you know to have one to have of the
2: that things that I way. learned from Ed too early on was like sometimes I would get like so stuck up on the joke that I really really wanted in the script but sometimes you could just you have to take it out because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And we had to pull things from certain scripts. Like I can't remember one specifically right now, but I remember you had to pull like a couple of jokes that I really wanted it in. But then I looked back and I was like, it just doesn't make sense. And I just took that joke and I used it in another sketch. Yeah, It doesn't yeah. have to be in there. Like the, the, the thing was really, okay. I've never really talked about this on a podcast, right? only because I love and respect these guys so fucking much. But you guys understand that, you know, as somebody who is a content creator, I do have opinions about other people's content and other people have content uh, opinions about mine. Like, it has always been really hard for me to like a lot of Wang Fu sketches, right? (laughs) Only because stylistically, they were so different from me also too, but there was a lot of like pitfalls that I saw in the way that they would write. Yeah. And it was stuff that I was learning through writing classes and everything else. Like – and I've – so much expose. Right, 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 I, right. And it's something that used to always – and we always talk about this, right? It was like show, don't tell. And I feel like with them sometimes too when I used to watch their content, and I'm not sure about now because I haven't seen this stuff in a long time, was that they kind of fell in love with the idea of not trusting their audience to be smart enough to understand what's going on without telling them. Mm. And it would hurt me sometimes. And I'm like, your audience is smart enough, they get it. I would see things that they would do. Um, specifically, their, I, I, I watched um, recently, it was like Never Before Strangers. <laughs> something like that. Strangers yeah, yeah. Never Before Again or something like that. <laughs> right? Which was the series that was really, really popular earlier on um, that they did it with uh, Kathy Nguyen. Mm. Amazing. Adorable. I love that girl to death. Yeah. Uh, Kathy Nguyen and Phil where they were in this like uh, relationship thing. Yeah. Right. And they did a, a re-up of it with them in the future. One of the funniest things that one of my friends said about when, when he was watching it and he was curious. He goes, oh, I want to watch some of their stuff. I was like, hey, these are like really prominent people in the Asian community. Like they're one of the people that I respect so much because they're still doing short films, which people fucking forgot about. Yeah. And they still create short films. Whether I like or dislike, it, it doesn't fucking matter. They're doing something that I really, really fuck with and I respect them so much for it. And it was a scene in the in the first episode of, uh, of of that series where Phil is fighting with Dia Frampton, right? And they're talking about how hard these relationships are, and he was like, "Why don't they just show the fight?"
1: <laughs> was it just exposition? Exposition like, and the, like we the voice had a fight,
2: <laughs> and then voiceover. He's uh-huh. like how come they just don't show the fight? I was like, exactly. He goes, honestly. Watching them do like 30 cutscenes of them arguing and fighting and falling in love. This looks like a Valtrex commercial (laughs) this fool sent me an edit and he put Valtrex on the bottom of it (laughs) and I Fucking died laughing. He goes this looks like he told her that he has fucking herpes After the fact that she got herpes and now they're fighting about it. Yeah (laughs) And Since then can't see can't unsee it. Yeah, I can't unsee it and he he pointed something out it was like there's too much exposé for stuff that they're already doing well mm-hmm. and the, the problem with that i saw in that in that in that series was exposé and then they would show it i'm like you didn't need the exposé you yeah. could have just showed it. All this stuff could have been cut out. You could have cut all this shit out and it was good enough as it was. Yeah. But you don't trust your audience enough to be smart enough to see human interaction and see what's going on through dialogue and action. Yeah. You have to tell. You have to force feed them this information. Yeah, I, I think it could be a problem too with a lot of creators
1: because I, I have people try to fucking, I don't know, film explain it to me. Like, you have to expect your audience to be dumb. Like... You know, you gotta you gotta give them more respect than that. They're smarter but, than you think. Yeah, I mean, like we're just talking about nope. Like no, he, like he doesn't have to, you know, tell you everything. He he wants the audience to be smart enough to look into it, rewatch it, you know, and 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 uh, um, you know, think about it, think it through or whatever. Uh, I I don't like having to dumb down the content, you know, just by assuming everyone else is stupid. Yeah, you know, but it, it's an expression of you and. And who you are. And if you change it for a dumb audience, then your content is then dumb.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because I'll give you an example, right? How annoying is it like when you see, uh, like, for me, this is very annoying. Let's say a couple is fighting on scene, right? And earlier that day, within the scene, she was showing microaggressions, right? The way that she would, I know they were at the grocery store, they would, you know, Fucking, she was slam shit into the cart or whatever, whatnot, right? Mm. But then it cuts to a scene of a of an expose saying like, my wife was angry. He's like, okay, I know, <laughs> I just saw it in the previous scene. I don't need to see it here. It's like,
1: you know, last week that time in the blah 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 blah, and yeah. you say it instead of showing it. Like, yeah. Well, we
2: we didn't know about that, and he's like, you just did this last week when you blah 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 blah. It's like we we need to see that. Yeah, we need to see it. That's that's the part thing that gets you really invested, and that's the stuff that you could relate to. You don't always have to tell people these things. Your audience is a lot smarter than you think. Listen, if people can somehow fo- follow the Marvel universe <laughs> from every fucking film that has come out now to every TV series, they could figure this out. Yeah, right. And yeah. also too the enticing thing about short films too is having to figure it out like what is this what is this director or what is this dp or what is the writer trying to tell me right now Mm -hmm. and there's all these easter eggs that you kind of piece together that makes you feel something Mm -hmm. that's why the the most basic basic thing in film is what show don't tell
1: yeah you have to give it towards the audience you know who's gonna put it on again and sit Mm -hmm. through it and rewatch it and, and pick up the little things
2: that they missed the first time. Yeah. People watch Chris, Christopher Nolan films for crying out loud. Yeah.
1: I, I'll, I watched Tenet over and over and over again until I could get it. Mm-hmm. You know, And that's what it takes. But some people see it once and I don't like it. And they don't want to, mm, okay, fine. I'm not going to convince you to sit through another three hours of this shit and watch it again. Yeah. That's up to the person who is passionate about his work to sit through it and watch it again. Because his all his films have a rewatchability. Yeah effect to it. And
2: also, yeah. too, there's, you know, just just to go on a little bit of a tangent, I think what I also dislike is, you know, being a part of this space, sometimes people feel like I always have to, you have to support everybody. No, I don't. You're creating <laughs> art. You're hurting the Asian community. You have to support Shang-Chi. Hey, you're hurting me. I'm in the Asian <laughs> community. How about that? What about me? Yeah. <laughs> you're hurting me all the time. Ten yeah. types of Asian girls. You're hurting me. Yeah. We're, we're the- <laughs> <laughs> you're hurting me so bad
1: yeah dude i mean like when when we are trying to represent ourselves too like we are also giving our perspective but then yeah there are creatives that try to blanket all of us together and say hey this is for all of us like when they say shang chi is an asian american thing it's like dude that movie was chinese as fuck you know and and so it's like hard for us to get on that level like we get so much of it you know but at the same time, like uh, what what we took away from it was the Chinese identity and saw it as a film, and people
2: were upset at us for critiquing it as a film. Yeah, and like like I said, we're I'm always going to be hypercritical about a community that I care about the most, right? Because mm-hmm. you know we want you know we call it Asian excellence. Like I'm I'm looking for that type of shit, yeah. right? Whether it's in film, whether it's in anything else, and you know so yeah, I'm going to talk a little shit about it, but I'm also going to celebrate a lot of the great things about it. Like I like I just said. People won't allow me to critique other Asian content creators. People critique my shit all the time, and I take it on the fucking chin. Yeah, you, you, I hate half the videos I create. I hate ninety percent of the videos I create after I'm done with it. But what happens, you know, in the aftermath,
1: you make better content. Yeah, because you take in the the shit that makes sense, like from someone you respect that critiques your stuff. You know, but then you're not being like an egomaniac about it and be like, well, fuck you. I'm going to make just the same thing over again. Exactly. Right.
2: Then you're not making anything better. Like nothing is supposed, you're not allowed to touch anything just because this person has the same face as me. Like, (laughs) what the fuck is that about? Like, I don't agree with that at all. Like, if you want to have a strong community, you should be around other creators who will love the shit that you do, but also like give you like the people that you respect should be also allowed to critique it because they're in your same space and you also respect their opinion. So you can't say you respect their opinion, but you're like, don't ever talk about the shit that I do. Then why'd you create art for the public to see if you didn't want people to judge the shit that you create, then don't fucking put it out. And I'll tell you this story, too. Ed and I did a funny video. (laughs) It was a parody of a Wang Fu. (laughs) It's so funny because I just rewatched it two days ago. How funny is that? (laughs) It's literally uh, one of the funniest. Like I rarely get to look back at some of my videos and just go, damn, that's funny. By the way. Once again, in the fashion that we do things, I wrote that the day before. I contacted everybody to be in the video, and they were in it, and we got Jay Park in it. Yeah, he just happened to be in town. Dude, Dumbfounded? You you wrote the part
1: for Dumbfounded, like, describing
2: him, and he he showed up wearing exactly Exactly. how we described him. (laughs) Dude, shout-outs to Dumb. Literally, he did something so small in that. That made me cry laughing was like when we were in the room. just the Dude, that shit makes me cry he laughing every so time. Well. Dumb did such a fucking amazing job. Yeah. Right? Julie Zahn, amazing fucking Ace. job. Ace, amazing you job. Jay it. Park fucking killed it, Yeah. right? Well, that video was a parody of a Wong Fu sketch. <laughs> what was it? What was their sketch called? The Last. It was called The Last. And what yours, was that called?
1: The Last Resort.
2: The Last Resort, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember just laughing my ass off writing this shit, and I hit up Julie, everybody the day before, and they all came through. Yeah. Everybody killed their part. Well, Phil was not happy about
1: yeah, it. Yeah, came through the grapevine through our mutual friend. He was like, hey, uh, like, apparently Wesley liked it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, uh, when I actually saw him later at an event he was like dude you shot that really well I'm like
2: dude I emulated you, you. yeah cause you shot it well Yeah, so we, we just bit your guy's shit you know shot for shot and it wasn't me making fun of Wang Fu's stuff I just thought of something how funny would it be if it was this it was, it was, was a parody yeah. it was flipped and you know through the grapevine I heard that he he was he was hurt by it, which I understand because, because it came from his heart. Uh, right? Well, guess what? This also came from my heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it came from my yeah.
1: heart. So, like when when we were writing that part, uh, some the script the day, like before, it was like um, the the part when you said, "Oh, uh, that was yesterday," yeah. because that's something that happened to me. Yeah, <laughs> a girl was telling me how she went on a bad like Valentine's Day date. I was like, "We were seeing each other." Yeah. <laughs> And you
2: ghosted me on Valentine's Day.
1: Are you fucking crazy? So hey, we wrote that from part his heart. In?
2: Yeah, so we wrote that part in, you know? Yeah. Like, it's also from his heart. It, but, and the, my critique of that was, listen, if you don't want people to judge your work, then don't show it to people. You cannot control what people think about your stuff. Yeah. It is only your job to make sure that you create something that you care about that you thought was good. Or maybe sometimes you're just creating it because you wanted a paycheck. But whatever the purpose is, that is what you can control. Everything else is all for the birds. People can hate it. People can yeah. love it. That's why I've said it on this podcast before. I don't care what people say about me on Reddit. I have said the things that I've said, and it hurt their feelings. <laughs> it makes them mad. Yeah. Who I am upsets who they are. Whatever. That's their right. That's their right to feel that way. Right. Right. I get it. But I understand.
1: We have the ability to filter some of these words and comments as well, because if it's just some fucking guy, like Rando, like, and they haven't, they don't have anything to show for, you know, to critique our stuff, then I don't have to listen to it. Yeah. You know? But, like, of course, when, like, I, I did this thing for uh, Jessica Chastain's Instagram where it was like a lookalike thing, because she looks like all these other Hollywood redheads. And then Taika Waititi commented, ha, 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 boom, made my fucking career. Like, yeah. holy shit, this guy I look up to likes myself. I mean, he didn't say it directly to me, commented on her Instagram. Yeah, But yeah, it means a lot to me. But if he said, yo, this is shit, then I'd have to take a good look at myself. If someone I respect doesn't like my work, yes, it hurts, but am I going to start DMing him and then start talking shit about him on Reddit? And so, yeah. Dude, the, it, it was a— Passing
2: comment. Yeah, 100%. And also, too, I never thought that he would have an issue. Like, listen, I love Phil. I think Phil's one of the dopest. Um, but at the time, I didn't think that it would have been a problem, right? Mm. And I still don't think it's a problem, especially because was it the last was yeah. also 300, 500 days of summer. Or whatever. <laughs> it was literally a cut scene from 500 Days of Summer. Mm. So you already were inspired by something else. Right. And now I'm inspired by you. <laughs> and their video got a few more million views after mine. And right. nobody ever said, that oh, that their video was trash. Yeah. It was just said that mine was funny.
1: I mean, it, I could see where it would be offensive if you ended up getting more views than his. Yeah, But no, his has way more, way more views. And the Wasabi guys, they got a shit ton of views because they did the same thing too. Yeah. You know, like and there was a lot there's a lot of Wang Fu
2: parodies out there, but then it was a weird kind of vibe to be like, Oh, you're mad at us though. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I you know, I wasn't upset at Phil for being upset. I mean he's 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 a look at the content he creates. He's a lover boy. Yeah. You know, I get it. And I come from a world where people are just all assholes.
0: Yeah.
2: Right? There's <laughs> sometimes too where I'll, I'll we'll we'll text within our groups and we'll be saying some shit and we're like, hey, are we assholes or is this shit fucking whack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, my friend's wife was like, uh, you guys are assholes? For sure, but that's whack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I understand. We're just we just come from two very different worlds. Mm-hmm. And look, I, I'm always gonna support them. if anybody talks to me about Wang Fu, right? I'm like, they go, if they ask me like, do I enjoy their content? I I have to be honest because I'm not gonna lie about it, right? But I always say, but look, those dudes are doing shit out there that a lot of people aren't doing. Which Pioneers. Is, they're pioneers. They're creating short films that people are afraid to do now because it doesn't get views. They still do stuff that they're passionate about, that they care about. And that right there is the most respectable thing about them. But people get caught up on the, yeah, but I didn't
1: like that. What the fuck? Like, yeah. dude. You asked me if I liked it. <laughs>
2: You asked me. That was your question. You asked me. Of course I'm gonna an answer, honestly. I'm not gonna, you know, gas them up because I feel like I have to. Yeah. But then like
1: if you make that lie like, oh, it's so good, and then that person watches it and they don't think it's that good,
2: then you look like the asshole. Yeah, and I refuse to be those people on Instagram who are celebrating these Asian American actors that they've openly talked shit about <laughs> to me. You know, it's like you cannot do that. You are, you are way, whoever you think that they are, you're way worse than them unless they're doing the same shit that you're doing. It's as if they think in their mind that actor is
1: waiting for them to comment some compliments yeah. on their thing. And if they don't, then they're going to
2: assume that, well, maybe that happens. I think a lot of people get in their head. Yeah. I mean, that's hey, what social bro. media does Hey, sis. Oh my God, my sister, my brother. Shut the fuck up, dude. Mm-hmm. You are trash, man. And you already know. You already know I DM them like fake. <laughs> you being hella fake. What'd you say last week? Blah, blah, blah. And they just laugh. Ha ha ha, LOL, LOL. I was like, you know, the next time I see you, I'm going to fucking rip you about this yeah. shit. I was like, you better keep your shit 100. Like you, you better the next time you see it, you better say the shit that you were saying to me about them in front of their face. The, the blue check changes people, man. Bro, I said this before, and I'm, I'm literally serious about this, where I had a conversation with a friend who um, openly was talking shit about other actors and like, oh, these people, they change once they get s- super fucking famous. Well, this girl was acting a little different too, mm. right? Like the way that she was talking to me, said, oh, let's do lunch, and they wouldn't hit me back up or whatever. I'm like, I never asked you to go out to eat. You hit me up, yeah. right? But that's just the Hollywood thing to do. And so when we finally grabbed lunch, and there was a few other things that led up to this. And I was like, hey, listen, like, you're a friend. You know, I appreciate you, all this sort of stuff, but you're fucking whack. <laughs> and they're like, why? Well, I was like, what did I do? What did I do? We're laughing. I was like, I'm laughing too, right? Because it's funny. I'm like, you know what, you, what, you, what I found out about you? I was like, this is who you are. You were talking shit about other people because you wanted to be a part of that group, not because you dislike what they were doing. Mm-hmm. It's that you weren't a part of the group that got to treat other people like that. And yeah. that's you right now. I was like, don't ever pull this Hollywood bullshit on me. Don't ever be like, let's do lunch. You've never said let's do lunch. Bitch, what the fuck is (laughs) let's do lunch? You know what it used to be before? Are you hungry? You want to go grub? Yeah. Let's do lunch. Don't ever say that phrase to me. But the real ones will come back to you because
1: they can rely on you on your reality check. Yeah. That they want to get grounded and they they value your friendship for your honesty. Yeah. Right? And then there's the ones that like, oh, David was mean to me and then they just go disappear. They don't yeah. want to talk
2: to you. And by the anymore. way, too, like, I'm saying this with like very, with tact, you know, I'm shortening this stuff. This was a long conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And look, they apologize. They get it. It's like, yeah, I'm getting caught up in my shit. It's like, yeah, you're getting caught up in your shit, dude. Like, I know you could, you could do your Hollywood bullshit with your Hollywood friends. I'm a fucking podcaster YouTuber, mm-hmm. right? And I own... A matcha franchise <laughs> you know i've been to sundance yeah <laughs> i've done things you know what i mean but you know my point in this space too like i've always said it too is like listen i want to be a part of this space but if i'm not i don't care right because I, I don't really care i could do this podcast forever i could do short films that only like ten thousand people see and i'll still love it i'll love it every yeah. day because it makes me feel good so when i when i see this like type of behavior and you guys too like if you have friends like that in a, in a very nice and cordial way, call them out on their shit because you would want them to do the same for you. Yeah. Right? I've been called out by my friends about certain things too where sometimes where I say things really crass um, because sometimes I forget to to flip my brain. Right. Because right. sometimes I'm in a group of, of comics and we shit on each other 24-7 and I forget I'm not in front of a group of comics and then I'm just destroying human beings. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, hey, bro, you got to fucking calm down. That shit was hella rude. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm in the wrong group. And then I have to go around. I have to apologize. And that's on me. But, right. Thank God I have friends who can tell me that shit. It's like, bro, that shit was a little fucked up. I'm like, yeah, you're right, man. My bad, man. I, I for some reason thought, you know, I could make fun of you like you were Jason Chen and you're not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, And the reason why we talk about this is because like we need to be real. We need to live in reality. Like social media is this other universe that people like. It slips into our real world. And
2: like, we, we need reality checks. We need to fucking keep ourselves like bound to this earth. Bro, you know how fucking detached some of these young kids are? Or, not young kids, uh, young kids who, who are desperate to be famous. To be Because it's not all young kids. It's just these, these specific group of kids. A buddy of mine, Stan at Comet, went to he got invited to an influencer event. And mm-hmm. I DM'd him like, what the fuck are you doing there? He goes, bro, this is a life experience I need to experience. <laughs> and throughout his whole story, he's making fun of these kids and they don't even know it. <laughs> he's like dude i'm out here just fucking, you know what i mean living life dude living life on the edge man they don't want us to succeed they want us to fail and these kids are like yeah fuck yeah <laughs> and he's like yeah and he turns around and he goes fucking losers they don't even <laughs> understand i'm dying laughing at his stories but they don't even know yeah they they think he's for real yeah it's like y- you don't even know what's real or not yeah. Like you just saw somebody recording a camera and you wanted to be a part of it because so, he could probably be famous. I mean,
1: and, and Jesus, you see man. those people uh, who have the, the red light face, right? The red light being because old cameras used to have a red light when it's recording. And once you see a red light, boom, different personality. You're you, everything is amped up to the tens, you know, like, hey, guys, we're out here. Yeah. I mean, you see that when you go out to eat with a bunch of girls and they're like, OK, I'm going to do a boomerang. Cheers. Yep. Right, let's do that again.
2: Cheers! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, fuck that! Hey, that! Again! Yeah, let's do it again. Cheers! Cheers. Like, dude, one of the trippiest things when I first saw it was uh, I was at this club event and this motherfucker, there was this one dude that was just, I'm not saying his name, but he was like, yo, we out here, we living, man, my life's a fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Turns away, really quiet, starts posting it, oh my sits gosh. down and he's just quiet, not talking to anybody. Yeah. Like bro, this is a fucking trip, man. Yeah,
1: and and like even like reality shows. I was I was a part of a few reality shows, you know, and I've seen them
2: do multiple takes of what's supposed to be reality. You know, people still don't understand that reality shows aren't reality shows. There's a producer out there. They they so. so I'll give you an example. I was me me and Tim were supposed to be a part of a reality show, very famous one, right? Yeah, but they're. They they liked our chemistry that we what we do with dudes behind the foods and send foods and also on the podcast that we have. Um, so they have a fill, fill out a questionnaire and they're asking questions because I know about reality TV. You know I've I've, I've been on non scripted shit and they're asking questions that you could tell they want to see what the dirt is that we have on each other, mm. right? Things that we dislike about each other. What would cause drama on the show? Yeah. But Tim and I never fight. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. don't. I rarely ever fight with any of my friends. Yeah. Right. So. We're just saying nice things about each other. And they're like, oh, we'll pass. It's like, see, this stuff is like they wanted us because we have a following, but they didn't want us because we're not combative enough. Right. And this is what they want. They want to destroy you guys. Exactly. They want to see this drama. They want to hear this like crazy friendship story. But it's like, we don't have that. And we don't, we're not going to lie about it. So, it's, it's wild to think that they'll set up a situation and they say, go. Right. Mm-hmm. And then
1: they might not like it. All right. Let's do that again. But then you're already, like, beefed up about some shit. Mm -hmm. Like, why would
2: you want to live through that? Yeah, and they'll tell you, like, hey, instead of, like, um, instead of trying to go there and, like, like, comfort them, can you, like, critique some of the stuff that they're doing wrong? <laughs> it's like, why would I do that? Yeah, but it's like the reality TV shows will do that, yeah. but people don't understand that at all. And yeah. That's just, like, the—that's just, just the sad thing about it. And that's like, why there's so many meltdowns on reality TV, because they're fucking with their psyche. Dude, the girl yeah. from A Terrace House who committed suicide. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, shit. there was—the the mom is suing them, and the show's not coming back because— it was. It was found out the producers were telling her were kind of telling her what to say, and it caused her to flip out, and it fucked up her, her perception of herself. I didn't know that. I yeah. thought it was her just being an asshole. Right. But the right. producers had a hand in the way that she was behaving, and she couldn't deal with the trauma that she got from other people, uh, online people harassing her, and then she killed herself. Yeah. Yeah. That's reality TV. And on this happy note, this wraps <laughs> up this episode <laughs> <laughs> of the Genius Brain Podcast, y'all. Uh, you can catch Ed at Ed Park V. P and you could catch Genius Brain every Sundays at 12pm check out the clothing line uh, S-C-R-T-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y I've been seeing a lot of people wear the shit which is, which is great and like I said the best feeling on earth is when I walked up to somebody I was like hey nice shirt and they go cool have you heard of Secret Society I was
1: like, <laughs> like they don't know that you yeah, fucking made like, it hey alright <laughs> yeah. and that felt really good hey, but if it's out there in the ether like that and they didn't even know then that's, that's amazing. That's
2: it's reached out exactly far. so I, I want this clothing company to be like literally in everybody's closet so uh check it out please s-c-r-t-s-o-c-i-e-t-y wait for that genius brain up um secret society collab piece that we did it's fucking amazing it's taking a long time because it's a very very complicated piece it's fucking amazing huge part of my culture everything i love about it uh genius brain every sundays at 12 p.m we'll see y'all next time peace peace